Welcome to InsureTalk, the podcast where we don't just talk about innovative ideas in PNC insurance. We talk with industry trailblazers about the big ideas they made happen and how they did it. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information. And now, let's make it happen. Welcome to InsureTalk. My name is Laura Drabeck, and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Guidewire. In this episode, I have the privilege of interviewing Thomas Erickson, Group EVP and Group CTO at Top Denmark. He also leads Top Denmark's Innovation Initiative. Thomas is a self-described entrepreneur, building technology companies and driving technology to markets around the globe. The focus of our conversation today will be on how Top Denmark is leveraging technology to deliver a superior customer experience. Hello, Thomas. Thank you for joining my podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. Top Denmark is 100 years strong, a solid company with a proven track record. Why modernize your technology now? Actually, we have been modernizing for many years and we've been polishing the business models we have. And, and for sure, we have been a successful company for many, many years. Right now, we're looking at a heavy modernization. We're looking at working more and more with a digitalized business model, which are very different from the one that, that have served us so successful for many, many years. And we are building the processes so the customer will experience us as one top Denmark, not as two or more companies. That makes sense. I love that. One top Denmark. So speaking of the customer, KPMG named top Denmark the number one company in its customer experience excellence survey because of your excellent reputation for taking an empathetic approach to customer relationships. How does customer experience play into your modernization initiative? Uh, A lot and all over, I would say. We measure a lot and we listen a lot to the customers to get their honest feedback and to learn and improve based upon that. And we do that both in our customer services, where we serve the customer on a day-to-day basis, as well as we do it in our development. And then we also do it a lot in our innovation initiatives, where we test out a lot of things. We use a more and a more experimental approach to adapt and learn faster. For our listeners, journey mapping is a visualization of the process that a person goes through in order to accomplish some type of goal. For example, obtain a quote or complete a first notice of loss. Customer journey mapping helps insurers gain insight into common customer pain points and helps you to improve the customer experience. So Thomas, how did you leverage journey mapping in your approach? We use journey mapping as an integrated part of the way we structure our development, the, the tools and the approaches we take there. So based upon the customer experience with our services, both as is and to be, we map out the pain points to understand how the customer perceive and experience our processes, both where we deliver pain to them and where we deliver value to them. And of course, if the pain points has no point legal, compliance-wise, or we have any other good arguments for, for having them, we remove them. All with the purpose of giving the customer a seamless and a fast and a convenient service. So if there are pain points and we can't argue why they should be there, we remove them. I really like how you phrase that. We look at areas where we're delivering pain to them and Mm -hmm. there's no logical reason for them, (laughs) remove it. So well done. Top Denmark offers a complete product offering to its policyholders. You have auto, home and health, life insurance and annuities. How are you creating a holistic view mm. of your customers and their entire book of business? That's, of course, a, something we aim for to see and serve the customer as they are and not as bits and pieces or based upon products we have. So what we, what we do from a technology perspective, we implement Salesforce as our customer engagement platform. And, and we do that on top of our other systems, our platforms and our product lines. 
So it's actually combine all the data we have so we can look at the customer from one point of view and we can do a 360 service towards the customers. That's also the big platform transformation we are in these years is actually simplifying the structures and the platforms and the system below the surface, moving from seven to one legacy platforms. That's what we use Guidewire for. And on top of that, we put Salesforce that combines the whole company from a data and from a customer perspective. This is such great information. Before we continue, listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to InsureTalk on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can rate and review view this show on Apple Podcasts. It helps others learn about and discover the show. Now, this is Laura Drabic, and let's get back to our conversation. I'm talking with Thomas Erickson, Group EVP and Group CTO at Top Denmark. Thomas, Denmark has one of the world's highest internet penetration rates. So your personal and commercial lines policyholders must have very high expectation when it comes to digital capabilities. Can you tell us what some of these expectations are and how you're addressing It's right that we have a high penetration and a high maturity of digitalized services in Denmark not least driven by the authorities that has built a lot of trust in the infrastructure rollout and the, in it, within finances, bank and insurances, building mobile banks, peer-to-peer payments, insurances taking up speed now, uh, as well as telco and travel and pharma and so on has, has built very sophisticated digital services in, in, in this region. And, and for sure, the customers' experiences are likewise high. They are all super tech users in their private lives. They have iPhones in their hand. They simply expect seamless, fast, convenient, relevant services as they like to get from other industries, from other companies. So the expectation is driven both by technology and they are driven by customers. And we are doing all we can to close the gap there. Digital capabilities clearly are very important to your customer. How important are they to your service reps? Tell us how you're leveraging Guidewire for Salesforce to empower your service representatives. We want to empower in all our channels with with stronger and stronger digital capabilities. And for sure, our service reps that talk to the customer every day, directly face-to-face or in the phone, we empower them with stronger and stronger digital capabilities. Like we talked about for a minute ago, our Salesforce solution, they use that in the selling process. In the service processes, they use Guidewire directly. The customers, they will use Guidewire Digital when they serve themselves. So in all our challenges, we empower our service rep, our salesperson, and the customer themselves, so to say with Guidewire and the capabilities that are in the platform. Empowering all channels with digital. I love that you're also thinking about your service reps in addition to your customers. Yeah, for for sure. The service reps, they are pivotal in our service model. So even with the pandemic, in 2020, global insure tech investment was around $6 billion. Thomas, how are you integrating insure techs into your initiative? We're working not only with InsureTech, but with all kinds of tech companies that is actually supporting our business model as it is today and as we assume it will be tomorrow. Some of the areas where we will see some changes in the coming years is that we will see more and more of our business model moving into prevention. Prevention in both health in what we call smart homes. And that's all driven by the availability of data, driven by IoT-based companies. It's driven by supporting a more and more digital service directly to the customer. Examples we do within prevention. 
where we work a lot with health, preventing stuff to happen with us as humans. That's a high value we can give to the customers. And when issues has happened with us, we can give a far better service and support the customer into the healthcare system and give them a good service there. As well as something we are experimenting with, even though we have a high standard of healthcare system in the Nordics. What we do in the prevention area, as an example, is we work, we're working with preventing leaks to happen in the, in the pipes in the house. So we are putting on smart sensor technology that can sense when the leak is just about to happen. Then we can send out a service person that can fix the problem be before the water is streaming out in the house. That's really, really good customer service. And it's really, really good for our business model as such. So IoT-based sensoring technology like that, we are experimenting a lot with. And we are actually rolling that out to our customer as we speak. We are experimenting a lot with that. 100% digital business model in, in the pension area. We just formed a company called Heap, where we are actually delivering pension services in a 100% digital service model. We are experimenting a lot with, with other kind of technology like drones. Imagine now you can fly a drone and you can get a fast overview of a farm. What kind of buildings do they have? You can fly down, be close to the roof and look, is there anything in the roof that doesn't look healthy? There's a lot of technology coming up now that supports us, let's say, taking better risk, giving the customer better service and setting the right price. So there's a lot of strengths, so to say, to happen by understanding how to use the modern technology that, that comes from all over. It's not only insurtech. That's too narrow way of looking at it. It's simply tech. We need to take another break. If you're enjoying this podcast and would like to review more of my thought leadership, please see evangelist.guidewire.com. Now let's get back to our conversation with Thomas Erickson. Thomas, what prompted you to move forward with a standardized solution? Actually, the standardized solution has, has come to a point now where they actually are sufficient to support an insurance business and a pension business like we have. I would say what we saw in the beginning for 15 years ago, 20 years ago, was that company like Top Denmark started to build their own legacy system simply because there was no system available that was good enough to support a business like us. That's available now, Guidewire being one of them that actually had the technology and the platform needed to support our business. So the reason for us choosing a standardized platform right now is that the technology is available. We have also learned that developing the platforms ourselves are too cumbersome and we cannot keep up with the speed like you guys in Guidewire and Salesforce can do. So we're taking a strategic choice that we simply want to utilize the innovation power in the large software companies like Guidewire around the globe. I think if you look in the ecosystem around Salesforce and Guidewire, there are three or 4,000 companies building solutions there right now. So our job is not to build the solution ourselves. Our job is to understand and adapt, being curious upon what those bits and pieces of technology can do for us. And then we need to take them home to Top Denmark and build it into our service model. That is what we want to become good at. It's a very different way of going from where we come from. That's a strategic choice we have taken. And that also means that we are, let's say, religious about sticking to standards. We will take the out-of-the-box processes from, for example, Guidewire and build them into Top Denmark. And only if, it, if they don't support us in critical areas, we will customize them. That makes sense. Having a religious approach to the standardized solution where you're allowing the solution to, let's say, set the to be process and adapting to that process and where it doesn't fit tweaking. Yeah. And, and you could say what I believe deeply in is that for the last many years, we have been doing business oriented IT, meaning business are capable of explaining what they would like to have built from IT. What we will do from now on is that we will do technology driven business and platform driven business, which is a very different ballgame. And that's actually what I'm talking about when I say we have chosen standardized platform to stand on the shoulder upon. And also we have chosen to be religious upon sticking to them. We have not chosen Guidewire to implement a solution. We have chosen 
chosen Guidewire because we believe in Guidewire being a partner for us for the coming many, many years. So it's not only the solution Guidewire provides today that is of our interest. It's actually the power in the company that we believe in. It's a future in Guidewire we believe in. So that answers my question of why Guidewire. I, I really like what you said. We chose a lifetime partner and the power of that company being Guidewire to deliver. Why insurance suite? Yeah, simply because it, it fits the needs we have and the direction we are, we are taking right now. But for sure, also the pain we right now have in our existing systems in Top Denmark that we want to get rid of, so to say, that we want to take out and, and put Guidewire into instead. What's the biggest barrier to success when implementing a modernization initiative like yours that traverses the entire insurance life cycle? And if you could give advice to other carriers that are looking at vended solutions, what advice would you give to them? I think the truth about it is this is not about technology. This is about people. It's about leadership because the technology is there and the barriers is our own ability and own courage to take the right strategic decisions. First of all, you need to commit to the journey of using a standard platform. You need to commit to the changes that it will drive in your processes, in your capabilities, in your culture, because it's very different. In your products, you need to be ready to kill your darlings. So we are not implementing a system here. We are implementing a platform, processes, competences, and we are tweaking the culture of where we're coming from, where we build out the stuff ourselves and customize everything into let's utilize what we can get out of the box and fit our business processes towards that. It's a very different organization. It's a very different set of capability and it's a very different mindset you need to have to get the best out of that. And the third area of advice is that you need to commit to the focus investing in long-term, not in short-term. Not doing business solutions that will support our business tomorrow only. We also need to invest long-term in the infrastructure, in the platforms, in the legacy system, in the data systems, in, in the simplification of the products, which are all below the surface. So you need to commit to the transformation. You need to commit in creating competitive power in the medium-term range. And I think this is why many transformations, many core system exchange goes wrong. It's simply because you lose the focus while you're on your way. And with that, I mean, you cannot do both core system transformation and invest heavily in that and at the same time they as competitors as you have been doing so far in the short-term market you cannot do business development short-term and do core system transformation at the same time you need to take a choice so the third point here is about taking a fundamental choice how do you want to create your competitive power do you want to do it medium term or do you want to do it short term if you are exchanging your core systems you're investing in the medium to long term you're investing in infrastructure platforms products trust capabilities, which will benefit you long-term, but it will give you a pain short-term. So this is a strategic choice you need to take and you need to stick to it and you need top management and you need the board and everyone to understand the consequences of that. That's pivotal to succeed. Sage advice, Thomas. Thank you very much for your time today and for your incredible insight into how you are continuing to deliver a superior customer experience. You've showed us it's not just about ideas, it's about making ideas happen. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information.